Hi everyone, my name is Ishan, and this is the Build Your Talent Stack podcast. I started my career feeling like I needed to fit in, and now I shape my own career opportunities. And together with the guests I feature on this podcast, we share how we challenge the status quo in how we learn, connect with an aligned tribe who gets us, and shape our own jobs. And in many cases, these are jobs that didn't exist before. Get ready to be inspired to explore creative ways to learn, future-proof your talent stack, and forge your own path in the future of work in a way that brings out your personality and your zone of genius. Hi everyone, it's Ishan here. I don't know about you, but between Christmas last year all the way till you know the first week of March, which is where we are now, I just didn't appreciate how exhausted I was until I took a proper break and completely switched off from work, which was during December. And during that time, it didn't take much to switch off completely. And I threw myself into a much slower lifestyle. And then January was another time of change for us in the household because my daughter started school um, in prep this year, which is the foundational year of primary school, if you like. And um, February just evaporated uh, due to a very hectic schedule at work. Over the last six months, I also went through a significant change. Um, Less than a year into my job, which was what I started um, last year, I managed to stay employed during a restructure at work and I landed a new job as a result of that. It's been a very, very steep learning curve and in the beginning I actually went through a grieving process when changing jobs because I was worried about whether the change would impact my ability to stay true to my signature outcomes. And I also went through a grieving process with my career identity in order to embrace the new. Now that I am, oh my goodness, six months already into the role, I realized that if I let go of the specifics of what I thought I would achieve, not only have I managed to stay consistent in how I achieve my signature outcomes, but I'm now able to achieve so much more than I thought I could. And I had to get over the self-doubt at first, which was whether I still had it in me to learn about an entirely new domain. And once I was able to get over that and get out of my own head, I realized I was able to identify ways to combine both my existing skill set and new skills to fill a space in my team that I previously didn't think that I was capable of doing. It's only been six months into the role and uh, so much has happened and I have absolutely no doubt that in another six months time things will change again. The downside of that is that it can be hard to prove yourself in a new area in such a short amount of time which is why I want to be more intentional with where I focus my energy this year in where I want to regain momentum after a very sluggish January 
and um, and then you know an accelerator mode in February. You know, the same for March. And I just want to be intentional with how I approach um, my learning curve this year. As you know, my you know things change at work all the time, so learning curves and curveballs happen um, on a daily basis. So I want to also be intentional with how I bring the podcast along in that direction with me as well so that um, I focus on I want to focus more on my learning curve you know rather than trying to get onto the content creations bandwagon this year the if I think back to the January version of me I almost can't couldn't recognize the November version of me last year like January me was like who was that person in November that was just like go 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 full of ideas um you know not you know, I, I just had so much um to produce on this show I just you know couldn't stop coming up with new ways of exploring the topic whereas the January version of me was like I just can't you know think of anything right now I just don't want to think about anything. I'm still on holiday mode. Um, I just couldn't imagine how I even managed to stay on the hamster wheel for so long and throughout the pandemic and be high functioning. Well, you know, <laughs> what is high function anyway? Is It's not really, you know, it shouldn't be measured by output. And then the February version of me realized that, okay, you've had, you know, December and January to fully rest and recover. But then I realized how quickly time passed in the blink of an eye. And I thought, I don't want, you know, the next two or three months to just pass by without being intentional with how I spend my time, but also, you know, the direction that I want to take with my passion projects such as the podcast. If I think back to my podcast strategy for the first two years, it was definitely around coming up with as many ideas as possible on different directions that you could take a learning mindset to discover career opportunities. And through storytelling, I wanted to help people feel more connected, share inspiration with those who are feeling stuck or simply help someone feel assured that we just need to hang in there and make most of the path that we have chosen. This year, however, I don't know if it's a symptom of being on a steep learning curve myself that pivots very frequently, or whether I'm just, you know, finally experiencing fatigue <laughs> a bit later than other people, um, uh, you know, in terms of the effects of the pandemic. Or just simply wanting to be more present, you know, with people around me, especially with my daughter starting a new phase in school. And maybe it's all of the above. But I feel like if I, you know, if I think about my original content plan, I can't help but feel like I'm pe peering into a black hole in terms of ideas for new content, um, except for one phrase. And the word that just the phrase that just keeps coming back to me about where I want to take this podcast next is to learn out loud. And to be more precise, I want to, you know, go try something new and learn out loud together. Because I have only so much time, I 
thought I would focus on one aspect of learning out loud together at a time. And the first area I want to explore in using this podcast as a platform to learn out loud with you is to invite you to learn together with me on a course that I've just enrolled in. The course is called Modern Workplace Learning Practitioner Program created by Jane Hart. Jane Hart is the founder of the Center for Learning and Performance Technologies, one of the world's leading websites on learning trends, technologies and tools. Jane Hart has been advising businesses for over 25 years and currently focuses on helping organizations and learning professionals modernize their approach to workplace learning, not just by updating their training practices, but by enabling and supporting continuous learning. Jane is the author of a number of online resources, including Modern Workplace Learning 2021, as well as How to Become a Modern Learner. She's also an international speaker on modern approaches to workplace learning. So I grabbed that little bio from her website. Uh, You can check it out. Um, The program comprises four blocks of work with four units each and is available either as a self-paced program where you complete the units on your own time or you could enroll in four sets of four-week scheduled online workshops facilitated by Jane Hart herself. Now I chose the self-paced program for a few reasons. Flexibility is the is a big driver there in uh, doing it in a time that works best for me. Um, I'm in a different time zone to Jane, so I'm not sure if, you know, she has fixed schedules around the workshops. Um, And with a very, very hectic work schedule, I just need, you know, I don't want to feel bad rescheduling or, you know, um, opting out uh, last minute because, you know, I have to respond to a work demand. So um, flexibility is number one. Um, Number two, it was more within my budget. So the course of the, um, sorry, the price of the self-paced one is 199 British pounds for the self-paced version. And the workshops would have costed around double that. And I just thought if I can't guarantee that I would be available um, for that time, I just didn't want to, you know, Um, lose that opportunity to maximize you know get the most out of the the learning budget so so that was number two uh, around budget number three um, partly I guess the dilemma in you know prioritizing time because you could say well you know you should make it a priority but the 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 reality is I'm not in a job that uh, you would consider a traditional learning and development role Uh, Learning is not in my job title. Capability is no longer in my job title um, or a core part of my role since the change. If I had to sum up my current job in layman's terms, it's to be on the forefront of things that are changing, navigating that change, mapping out the path for the change so that the rest of the team can prepare for their own change journey. Um, unlike change management roles that are supporting the change, you know, from the side, I've been thrown in the deep end of the change itself. So they're like, here you go, you know, figure it out and, um, 
you know, do what you need to navigate the change and come up with ways of improving it for everybody else. And so I had to really make sense of um, a new domain. I had to leverage the experience that I have, lots of just-in-time learning. In fact, I have two computers, uh, you know, a work one and then a personal one on the right because it just makes Googling so much faster. Um And it means I can have like double the tabs. So, you know, browser tabs on the work computer would be focused on, um, you know, the intranet uh, based websites and uh, and Confluence, which is a a collaboration tool that we use. And then um, on my personal computer, I have like, you know, so many Google search results on (laughs) what are these people talking about? Um, And, you know, if, if someone asked me a question rather than asking them what, you know what that is I thought well what are the chances of me googling that and finding and working you know meeting halfway in my understanding so um, lots of that Uh, micro learning as well Um, and micro learning for me um, came less through I guess um, digital learning uh, in the sense of you know e-learning or or LinkedIn learning and those sorts of um, course providers but more um, short, sharp um, sessions with, you know, SMEs themselves and, um, and say, you know, this session, tell me all about this and what do I need to know um, so, so that we focus on one thing at a time. Um, plenty of learning out loud with colleagues. Um, and, you know, once we have a few test cases, then we then go, right, I think now it's time to package the knowledge uh, to help the wider team um, so that they understand uh, what is the change and what do they need to prepare for um, and what are the things that they also need to solve for themselves because I can't you know, spell it out for everybody. There's just too, too many aspects of the change. So, um, so it's not a traditional change, you know, it's not a formal change uh, project change role, but it's very much, um, you know, in the deep end and uh, facing into the change. So, because of the highly fluid nature of my role, I just like the idea of taking time out for myself to process what I'm doing and going through uh, and making sense of, well, you know, if modern learning means that, you know, um, if the people that need to apply these skills may not be in L&D roles, I f- figured I just wanted the um, flexibility to take time out, process what I'm doing instead of comparing with others too early on. Um, and I like the idea of being able to email Jane Hart with my responses to, to her activities so that I can, you know, spend more time providing her context for how I've approached the activities in my workplace. Because um, with some of the assignments, you have to, you know, um, prepare an artifact. So it could be um, prepare a present like a slideshow presentation online or um, uh, or submit an email response with you know a written uh, response to her question um, and so I'm not able to especially in my line of work I can't exactly like forward an entire uh, art document that I've done for work I have to you know take out all the sensitive information take out the logo strip all of the details that you know reset sort of give it give too much away and I figured well I just worry that it gets lost um, in translation so I like the ability that to be able to access Jane directly through email 
um, and get t- um, you know tailored feedback. So so yes, I've chosen the self-paced program, but it does mean that you do need discipline. So um, let's see how it go. Um, now this episode is not sponsored in any way, so I chose to enroll into the program on my own. It's one hundred percent self-funded. Um, there are 14 weeks of activities. Um, so I know that I said four units of four blocks, but now that I look at it, yeah, uh, it didn't work out to be 16. So, so four, 14 weeks of activities, um, which can be summarized into four themes. And by submitting the examples uh, against these 14 activities, um, Jane Hart herself will review each submission and she will give you feedback and um, in terms of whether it's you know acceptable to qualify for the certificate of achievement. Now, what that means for podcasting is that I'm going to take a break from interviewing guests for a while and I'm going to take a break from you know, um, sort of like going too content heavy on uh, on the similar themes that I've covered over the last two years. And for the next season, at least, I'm going to focus the episodes around this program because I figured, why don't I, you know, um, <laughs> give myself, you know, use myself and the podcast as my own accountability partner by committing to doing the work and committing to sharing it. And I figured, you know, <laughs> best of both worlds. So, what I plan to share in the episodes is um, a little bit about the activity without sort of um, giving too much of the course away um, and uh, how I approached it, what it made me think about as I was preparing my response and what I found um, manageable and what I found challenging um, and any feedback that I received on whether I was on the right track in case I needed to... <gasps> refine and resubmit so I'm hoping um, there won't do be too much of that so I really want to keep myself accountable in completing the program because you know 14 weeks self-paced and it's about modern whirling uh, modern learning sorry modern workplace learning it shouldn't be that hard but um, you know I enrolled in January but um, you know as at March I've only <laughs> I've only sort of sat down and looked at the first two so um, I know I really need to stay, uh, keep myself accountable um, by sharing the learning reflections and work smart with the little time that I have um, to bring the podcast back to its original roots, which is to learn together. Now, what is it? Uh, what's it in it for you as a listener? You get to learn together with me in terms of how to bring modern learning to life by sharing. Uh, areas that I was challenged to think differently and the feedback that I received from Jane Hart. My hope is that you'll enjoy the shift in your podcast listening time from from me in terms of, you know, shifting from maybe uh, hopefully not feeling overwhelmed, but, you know, in case you're feeling like, yeah, I'm just so over listening to, you know, same ideas, just rehashed differently and, you know, take Take a test drive with me in uh, in this new direction. When it comes to guest interviews, although I'll be saying a polite no to all of these requests, which still come through, um, I do have one more guest that I am trying to lock in a date to interview her. 
We've been planning it since late last year. She's incredibly busy and um, and due to a few challenges, we've had to pause the ideas. I don't want to irritate her and keep going, you know, <laughs> when are we able to, um, you know, lock in a time. So hopefully the stars will align and we'll be able to lock in a time uh, sometime this year. Uh, and then, um, but, you know, apart from that, um, you know, ad hoc sort of uh, interview or the episode that I, um, you know, started last year but <laughs> didn't get around to recording it. Apart from that, the this season is going to be a much slower pace. So I'm going to bring it back to basics, focused on learning out loud with you. And I'm also going to pick up where I left off in terms of my ebook writing as much as I'm tempted to share more about that, I want to get some momentum in this course first and get that out of the way or at least, you know, get uh, two thirds of the way before I sort of um, go back to ebook writing. So, um, so yes, learning out loud, update on my ebook. Um, that's going to be the focus for the next few months um, until I am ready to think about what's next. Now, the script for this episode, as you know, everything is scripted. It was written on a Saturday afternoon in a library while my daughter is in a dance class upstairs of the library. So thankfully, uh, her class time is one and a half hour. So, um, you know, in between dropping her off and uh, the parents come for a debrief and watch, you know, (laughs) the children perform at the end. Really, I've only got, you know, one power hour to you know, do whatever I want. So, you know, I could be reading a book, but I thought, no, I want to dedicate that time to completing this program around modern workplace learning um, and uh, and also write my learning reflections in the form of a podcast uh, episode script. So creative writing with a mask on in a library <laughs> was very, very difficult, um, especially in summer. But I just felt happy to even have one hour to myself. I was happy to even be able to sit in a library, given that it was close to the public um, during the most severe period of the pandemic. Um, It's just nice to be able to to have some, you know, me time uh, outside of my home, (laughs) which we've all been, you know, stuck in for a long time. So, and and with working from home, I was just like, I just need another space uh, with my laptop uh, and just change of scenery to to create again. So I really appreciated that. But it does mean that I have that one hour where I I have to really (laughs) um, maximize that. So there were a few weekends of productive time lost as well during sudden lockdowns and runny noses at home which meant that I couldn't have that time to myself again so my creative time is now this small window of focus time each week where I will alternate between you know completing the course and um, sharing my learning reflections so I'm still here I'm just working away at my own pace doing the mum thing on the weekend Um, I hope you're all well and thank you so much for those who have reached out to me to check in if I was okay. I'm I'm okay. Just, um, you know, staying afloat and juggling all the balls Um, because, you know, sometimes it's just important to, you know, do what you need to do before you're able to move on to the next thing. So here we are in March. (laughs) 
um, recording a podcast that I actually wrote in February. So <laughs> um, be kind to yourselves. Uh, I will also be kind to myself and uh, I will definitely be taking things at my own pace and I hope you are also doing the same for yourself. Take care everyone and I will see you in the next episode.